One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast with me, yes, yaddy yaddy yaddy. And we'll get into the latest news with the England cap very shortly. But first, we kick off with the news that Spurs have appointed Nuno Espirito Santo as their new gaffer. This is how we reacted on TalkSport with Carl and Carl and Jason Cuddy on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm without me, because I was enjoying I think it's a decent appointment, actually. I know a lot of Spurs fans aren't too happy. Yeah. I happen to think of all the realistic targets that they had on their menu... This one here is a good choice. It's a solid choice. It may not be the, the marquee manager that they were perhaps hope, but I think under the, the, the clear restraints that this next manager is going to have to work with, I think that's decent. I think it's a great appointment, to be honest. I, I said it about a month ago when, when he'd left um, Wolves and Spurs were looking for someone new to come in. I, I quickly got shot down there. <laughs> Spurs fans, they want the best of the best. But in their current climate, they can't get the best of the best at the moment on the budget that they're trying to get them on. And right now, if Nuno says, do you know what? I'm going to jump at this and I want to give it my best mm. shot. Why Why not embrace it? Because we got to look at Spurs now and think, do you know what? There's a lot of rebuilding to do. Mm-hmm. They've been linked with so many different managers in the last four or five weeks. Gattuso, Conte, Pochettino possibly coming back as well. But it is Nuno Espirito Santo. Let's welcome in former Spurs forward, Darren Bent. Darren, how are Spurs fans going to be feeling right now? I'm a, I'm a big Nuno fan. I like him. I know he's a very pragmatic manager. And we know Spurs fans, certainly since Pochettino left, the football Mourinho was playing, had a bit of a moan up. But I think now they've got to accept that he's another manager and they've got to fully get behind him. Talks Sports' very own Danny Kelly, big, big Spurs fan. Uh, Danny, are you happy with it? It's clear that uh, Nuno Espirito Santo is a decent guy. Um, his record at other clubs is OK. He's a decent coach. But he has been given the job at the end of what was clearly a farce. It's not just the fact of not being able to persuade people to come to a club that is, after all, among the 10 richest in the world, but the fact that it was all done so publicly. I mean, if Daniel Levy was the chairman of another kind of public listed company, an ordinary business, the shareholders would have chucked him out by now. And Manchester United's pursuit of Jadon Sancho appears to be nearing completion. Premier League club have reportedly agreed a deal in principle with Borussia Dortmund for the signing of the England forward, although you never know because he's not playing. This was the take of the German football expert Kevin Hatchard, with an H, not an A, because that would be Hatchard, which is basically what I just said. 
he's thrilling to watch. You know, mm. we talk about tactics and we talk about all of the drama around football. And I think we sometimes forget that the idea is it's supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be fun. And he's the kind of player that elicits gasps. He's the kind of player that comes up with moments that you remember. And then he's played in towards the far post and put in beautifully by Jaden Sancho. I took my daughter to Wembley to see England play the USA, but he played and he did a trick and her jaw dropped. I know that doesn't necessarily win you titles. I know it's not the be all and end all, but it is important. And you do want guys that can get the pulse racing. And not only can he do that, but he can make a tangible difference to teams as well with the goals he makes with the goals he scores this is kickoff on tall sport myself Adi Oladupo and former England defender Danny Mills we know how good Mason Greenwood is yeah um, and, and the way that he's coming through and you suddenly think well hang on could this mean that Marcus Rashford maybe doesn't play as often or is Marcus Rashford going to the middle mm. and, and play as the nine but then you've got Cavani who was exceptional a good problem for, for Oligan and Solskjaer to have um, but, but not an easy one you just is there going to be someone that leaves you know is it going to be one of those forward players could it be a Paul Pogba um, that they have to make way and, and, and maybe recoup some of the money as well. Rafa Benitez has been confirmed as the new Everton manager and has been speaking to the club's YouTube channel. The Spaniard joins on a three-year deal and will commence work with the squad on Monday. He, of course, was the manager of rivals Liverpool when they won the Champions League way back in 2005. Here's Rafa. I know what means for the fans, I know what means for the Bretonians, I know what means for the people in the city, football to compete and the passion that they have. So I think it's crucial for, for us to have the fans behind because this year with the pandemic, I think has been very difficult. So for me, it's something that you go to the games or you see the games without fans and it's totally different. And I was following the form of Everton and obviously away from home has been fine, has been good, but at home, not as good as in the past. Why? Because you don't have the fans behind. So I think that is will be crucial. I'm expecting the fans and I know all the things that people uh, talk about, but I am expecting the fans after one year without being in the stadium go and stay behind the team. We need the fans behind the team and I think that they will be. And this was the reaction to Rafa's appointment with Darren Bent and Simon Jordan. I think he can go and do a great job for Everton because the great job for Everton is taking them above 10th currently, which Carlo Ancelotti brought in place. But for Fahid Mashiri, mate, you've got fun and games with this guy because everywhere he goes, he falls out of everybody. He fell out with the owners of Liverpool. He fell out with the owners of Madrid. He fell out with the owners of Inter Milan. He fell out with the owners of Napoli. He fell out with the owners of Newcastle. This guy falls out with people. Why didn't you manage to break them down today? Oh, we were trying, you know, but when you play with uh, small clubs, always it's, it's difficult. They play deep and they try to, to do the same. Of course, because of what he said to about the club when he was his time at Liverpool, he was Liverpool manager. So, yeah, of course there's going to be a, a lot of Everton fans that are, are going to take a little bit longer to convince them. But if he comes in there and does it, got us off to a good start, gets them playing some good football, yeah. then I think it could be soon forgotten about. But listen, he's, what he's got to do, it's not the biggest job in the world because all he's got to do is finish above 10th. Because is that it? Do you think that's it? Not, that's not just it. But you, you get someone like Ancelotti in who's been world class, has won the biggest trophies, by the way, as a manager there is to win, brings in James Rodriguez, gets the Corey, gets Alan, gets all these good players in and they finish 10th. Now that is failure. A final one for me, Jamie. It's expected that Everton will announce Rafa Benitez today. Uh, where do you stand on that one? <laughs> it's one of those ones where I think I'll just sit back with the popcorn and watch it all unfold. 
Now, England World Cup winner George Cohen has told White and Jordan he believes the current crop are going to win the Euro. So basically he's saying it's coming up. They reached, of course, the quarterfinals with the first knockout victory over Germany since Cohen played in that 1966 World Cup final, where, of course, we... Uh... Oh, it doesn't say the result. Hmm. Must Google that one. For the first time since the 1966 World Cup final, England have knocked a German side out of a major tournament. I find it very difficult to think that we can be beaten now. I really do. But, I mean, obviously experience so you can be completely wrong on that i don't think the sort of uh, uplift that this game has given them what, what have we got here we've got ukraine i mean uh, uh, they're not a bad side but you know i can't see them beating us so on that form last night I, I think that that's probably the best i've seen us play for a long long time george cohen is it coming home but i still see that tackle by more when lineker scored bobby belt in the ball and I think it is, you know, and you've got to believe it. The players do. If the players do, you know, then it's definitely on the way home. Over now to the Times Chief Football Correspondent Henry Winter and Crystal Palace's Andros Townsend on the undroppable Raheem Sterling. It's Grealish, Grealish, the Luxor, low ball in, Sterling with the goal that gives England the lead yet again. He has done it. He's taken so much stick. And as a player, as much as you want to ignore it, it's hard to and it's impossible to. And he'll be going on that pitch with, with massive amounts of pressure, knowing that if he did fail, if he did lose a ball, that all those people will be on him. So for him to react the way he has, to score three goals and cement his place in the team, people don't realise how difficult that is. So hats off to Raheem Sterling. He's now undroppable. And he turns inside, he slips it in. It's Sterling! And England are off and running! I think he's going to go down as one of the England greats because what is he now? So 25, 26? You know, and he's he's hurtling. What's he got? So 19 goals for, for England. He's mm. hurtling up the sort of the, the scoring charts. I think he's just moved uh, level alongside uh, David Beckham. I mean, it's just, it's remarkable what he's doing. And I'll take your point about the, uh, you know, he's not maybe taking on fullbacks with that sort of elasticity and just enthusiasm of old. But I still think that's in his game. Mm. I still think maybe over the next two, three years, Andros, we are just going to see the peak Raheem Sterling with this intelligent player who can move inside and can link, but also has still got that hunger for taking on and humiliating fullbacks. He has to play in this England team because of what he gives them, not just the goals, but the pace, running behind, penetration, especially if you've got Harry Kane who's coming deeper and deeper for the ball. So you need someone to do that. And it had to be Raheem Sterling. I'm just, I wouldn't say he's proved people wrong in this tournament because I don't think he had any proof. But I'm just glad people are just recognising how good a footballer Raheem Sterling is. And it's Danny Mills and Theo Walcott on the England goalkeeper and Theo's Everton teammate, don't you know, Jordan Pickford. You know, a lot of people are on his back the way he's always too much involved in the game and I feel like he's taken a step back. He started to really just handle the defence and not sort of play the occasion. He's, he's an absolute lead on the field. He's always been a very resilient young man and he's, he's just dealt with pressures and, and all sorts and I'm sure that now he's grown his hair a little bit more as well he's probably not hearing as much as well I think <laughs> he's managed to calm down an awful lot because I've said in the past that I was a bit scared that he was going to end up with Joe Hart syndrome you know when coming out of that tunnel against Iceland so pumped up yeah. so desperate to do well that you know it was a case of trying a bit too hard sometimes and I played with Kasper Michael uh, very early on in it, obviously in his career before he sort of came through at City and Kasper was a bit like that mm. trying to be his dad trying to be too much trying yeah. to impress too much and that's the the last thing you need from a goalkeeper. He's playing it forward, trying to release. Better! Good save. Pickford came out there on the angle. 
Do you know what? Pickford has never let England down. But I just thought the save in the first half, Werner just didn't have the confidence. Pickford came out and, and spread himself. I was expecting Werner to sort of lift it over mm. him, but Pickford sort of dominated that situation. And also he's very commanding. What I like is the communication between him and John Stones. They're a bit like a sort of couple that have always been t- t- together for a long time. Now, this is a section we're calling England Be Wary. Former three lines midfielder John Barnes has called for calm from the squad, urging players not to get swept up by the mood of the nation ahead of the Ukraine clash. And this is the completely neutral former Scotland striker Alan McCoist warning Southgate's men that it will be a disaster, or as he called it, disaster, same word, if England don't reach the final of the Euros. If England don't beat the Ukraine, it'll be their worst result in 35, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. If they don't beat the Ukraine. Is it worse than Iceland? Yeah. A hundred times worse. This scrapes the bottom of the barrel of despair. Nice 2016 will be talked about for years. Tell us why. Because I don't think they're very good, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, that was two bang average sides last night, mm. I've got to tell you. Oh, I, I mean, I, no, I'm steadily serious with you. If England do not beat Ukraine, it might be their worst result ever. I mean, come on. I mean, if you don't get to the final, right, if you don't get to the final, it would nearly be a disaster. This excitement, this euphoria, this fervour is for the fans. That's fine to be that way. The players can't get caught up in that because if they do, they will already feel they've got the Euros won, never mind getting to the final, and they can't afford to think that. So, yes, from a fan perspective, you do that. Get excited, expectation, you know, we're going to win. But from a playing point of view, let us keep our feet on the ground. And I suppose I still think as a player. So if you're an England fan thinking of going to Italy for the clash with Ukraine with issues regarding quarantine, would you like to hear from travel expert Simon Calder, Calder, whatever his name is? Well, you're in luck. Here's Simon Calder, 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 Calder. here's Simon. Can I get to Rome for the quarterfinal on Saturday is, well, you can, but you're not going to enjoy it because you are going to be in self-isolation. Even if you fly out today, and there are still some flights out to the Italian capital, what you will find is that um, you then have to go into five days of self-isolation. That's going to take you through till midnight on Saturday. So, well, I mean, I guess you could be in an Italian hotel room with your um, partner or friend or whoever, but uh, frankly, it's not going to be a great experience. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget to crash, bang, wallop that subscribe button. Or just press it. Uh, coming up today, we have got... Let me just check about the live football. Oh, no, at all. It's just another rest day. Blimey. These players don't know they're born, do they? All that money, counting the cash, and they don't even have to work. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcastings out first thing in the morning, so make sure you download that. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today with Stuart, no one calls him Psycho to his face, Psycho, yeah, not to his face though, Pierce from 4pm. Until then, thanks for listening, have a great day, and above all, be safe everyone, be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.